0: Hello, hello, hello! So once again uh, we have foreign guests and um, this time our guests are even uh, further away that last time we had uh, Latvian visitors and this time we have a Lithuanian visitor and I think that this visitor has the most complicated name for Estonians to uh, pronounce. Uh, so from Auga Group, and I will let you say your name yourself.
1: Uh, tere, tere, tere. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Uh, yeah, hello. It's, uh, my name is actually Kestutis Justus it is not uh, so easy but our company name is very good to say because it's our brand this is like auga it, is, it sounds in the same same in all the languages including chinese including british including french Aha. that's why Auga guys have this name because we are not a local company not lithuanian company but we actually exporting 80 percent of our goods outside lithuania so we uh-huh. need something, which is not will be Kestutus Justus' <laughs> company.
2: Actually, to be honest, uh, if we are looking at the Baltic Stock Exchange, then Lithuanian companies uh, themselves are with really hard names. I can give you one example, for example, or something like
1: this. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> so uh, uh, firstly, well done. Auga, very good, uh, memorable name. I, I'm sure it works very well. And it's uh, very nice that you have uh, worked on uh, making it an international name. And uh, even though it's an international name for Estonian investors, um, it might not be uh, very familiar. And um, the reason you're visiting today is that we want to make it a bit more familiar to uh, Estonian investors and um, the reason why you are actually in Estonia is because Auga uh, is currently doing a public offering but as I understand Estonians are not allowed to participate.
1: Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know it's, it's like um uh, we are, we not we not get uh, investors before in Estonia. A lot of uh, when you look now our shareholders list, is very few of them, uh, and mainly by it's, we are hidden by banks uh, somewhere in bank list. And um, uh, we are we actually targeting in this uh, capital raising mainly s- institutional investors, and um, and we because the story what we're doing is is like sustainable. Uh, business case stories is important uh, for, for some investors which are taking care about uh, responsible investments. And, um, and the retail investments. We are important for us. It's very important because uh, long-term uh, retailers uh, creating liquidity uh, for shares and uh, the trade. We're making this actually that shares and moves. And uh institutionals uh, give some big orders uh, for monies investment but uh, we're giving liquidity to retailers and it's important because in the end if you make We want company valuation, right? So it must be good uh, both and liquidity plus good investors with uh, good uh, tickets coming in the company when you're making new capital raising.
0: Mm -hmm. So even though Estonians uh, can't participate in this round, then uh, what we will talk about at the end of the show is that you are uh, moving from the secondary list to the main Uh, list and uh, this is the reason why we thought investors would be interested because starting uh, uh, from I think it's September that they will be able to uh, purchase uh, your shares on the main list
1: on the main list you can um, I don't know precisely date but this actually happens when we will finish this uh, new share uh, how to say offering and uh, it's for, we will be on August not, not, August not yes but you know so this for investors a big problem is to buy now a secondary list because this shares not stay in secondary list we will move up <laughs> together in the main list so that's um, also one of the reasons about this uh, about investors uh, saying like uh, AUGA till this moment uh, it has only 6% really free float so this is my company which I, I'm shareholder of uh, this company uh, owning now 88% of the company it's really too big uh, to be listed company with one shareholder and with this new capital raising actually we're raising new m- m- monies for the company projects which is uh, we, we are described in in actually in, in our prospectus and in, in our presentations but also we're increasing liquidity uh, so we're going from 6% if will grow if we will make this successful capital raising so it will be till 40 45 percent uh, will be liquid uh, uh, company will be in a free float so is this is jump up from six till 45 is huge and uh, that's actually we will change completely uh, in my opinion liquidity on the shares and stocks and the uh, company itself is not not so small you know so for European investors we look like mic- micro cap <laughs> but in Baltics maybe close to mid cap uh, company and uh, and, you know so it's uh, i hope uh, after this capital raising we will be even more known not only here in the baltics but also internationally because by visiting these investors we really made a lot of uh, how to see marketing uh, on investment communities and uh, and uh, maybe some investors not participate in offering, but maybe we'll come back later when we look. Is it the stories what you said about this grow and stories? Is it really real? Uh, maybe we want to make it the next stages. So I hope that um, we will make a real listed company because before it was like companies is listed even in two stocks, like one is in Warsaw and the one is in Vilnius. Uh, but uh, but you know, so it's like in most of our listed companies uh, we don't have any. How to see? angle of listed companies, you know, except few and mainly from uh, from actually coming from Estonian uh, uh, Nasdaq, not uh, not from uh, Baltics, uh, not from Lithuanian.
2: Okay, but still you are at the moment uh, trading on the secondary list and uh, if I'm looking at the turnover, then uh, at the first part of this year it has been uh, actually really good, 1.17 uh, million euros of, uh, of uh, turnover. And if you compare this number to the main list, then uh, there are many companies who who are behind you. So Estonian investors who really want to participate uh, in in Oga's success story can also we already buy the stock from the secondary list, and at least just later it will be converted to main list. But now my question is: uh, What is auga? What are you doing? What can we buy?
1: You buy guys uh, a <laughs> company which uh, already producing, but is not known yet, not so famous, uh, but we will produce uh, food for future generation people. This is very important.
2: Food for future generation, generation
1: people. Exactly. So this is where food this is not was required by consumers. Is not say that we want this food and we need this foods, but we will produce in certain way that they like, they love it, and oh. especially this new generation people which coming now, like this uh, millenniums, this generation. Z generations. Uh, we are different, like we, we was before. You know, we want that somebody will be different also treated with them. Okay. Communication, how their, produ- how their products, will produ- how their food is produced, for is for them will be important. And our August stories about this.
2: Okay, if you first said that uh, you are producing uh, food for future generations, I, the first uh, thought in my head was like uh, you are raising potatoes and uh, storing them away to some kind of uh, uh, innovative packages and opening up some uh, 100 years from today or something. It's it's not <laughs> the case, right? <laughs>
1: No, no, this is this case, is i saying, uh, the future generation people is like, uh, we, we call it like, it's, it's already, you know, in Scandinavia, you have just like a, a slogan, like it's a name, like it's lojas, these people, is a lot, 40% p- p- of people in, in Scandinavia, in Sweden, we are like this, it's lifestyle or health and sustainability. So we t- we're taking care about uh, healthy lifestyle, life and sustainable life living. So we're taking care about how we're living. How we consume and what we have impact not only your family, not only your food, what on your body, but also about your mind and our planet. This is we will create a products which are really special. So we'll create in future a products which will be produced healthy way to your family, but also healthy way to our planet. So this is both in one, and this will be a very important angle for for these new the the people, the responsible buyers. They will join, I believe, they will join Auga membership our community by consuming we also will have big huge impact on future generations it's very important if you are done something in the, your life you've done something a lot already you are you want to do so something more you have every person successful person wants to have some impact in his life and we can uh, we can do this impact together with a lot of sensible, uh, responsible people together by, by joining our community and be a users of our community in a certain way, maybe investors, also we are community members by bringing uh, monies and uh, for these ideas become reality. This is actually investors in this case, we are also our community because these are partners which gives to this, that our story about how we wants to produce this food will be reality. Mm-hmm. This is important item about this, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so uh, in your uh, introduction, you say that uh, AUGA is Europe's biggest organic food producer from field to shelf. So organic as a word is understandable to most and organic has clearly become much more popular. But uh, from field to shelf, so can you please bring out like a list of products that people can actually find uh, on the shelf? How big is the variety of things that you uh, offer for consumers?
1: Yes thank you so uh our field to shelve it means that our first of all uh we we are supplying and uh, products for end users uh but we producing also these products on raw products on our fields so we are like farmers producing end users products like if you if you're buying on the market find a farmer who makes a cheese you know in this farm is similarly what we do but only farmers sells on the market with cheese just or bring to neighbors or something else and we're making a food which is available from a mass for retailers for, re- for chains for export markets for largest consumers in, in the on in the world retailers markets that's we are different the scale what we do is we we're trying to make healthy food from from field to consumer and to make all the food value chain in a sustainable way so it's just like uh, taking care about uh, all the processes and uh, trying to make it as good as possible from sustainability, I expect. Mm -hmm.
0: So uh, currently from the numbers I'm reading that uh, you control 38,000 hectares of uh, land is under your management. So how did AUGA become this big? How did AUGA get uh, started? Or or, uh, I I understand it started as two separate companies that merged and then became uh, AUGA. So shortly about the history.
1: Uh, uh, shortly about history. The history. There are two histories. So one history before I come in the company, and another history before, uh, when I come in the company. I want to talk a little bit what then I am in the company because sometimes the company is ten years old uh, in the, how to say the, established. But I only have four years in this company, like main shareholder and main strategical uh, how to say which company turning around the company in, in for different uh, how to say activity. Mm-hmm. And um, from uh, I coming in the company in 2014 uh, I was a mushroom grower for 20 years and growing mushrooms and we, we are known maybe in this area also in Estonia like Baltic Champignons Company which most of the champignons here you find in Estonia are uh, produced by our company somewhere in Lithuania and not only Estonia, Latvia but also in Scandinavia we are one of the biggest suppliers of fresh champignons in the area and between the largest companies in Europe uh, in this sector so I, find, I try to find something uh, the new areas where a company can uh, make more improvement and this was like improvement we make we wanted to make something more organic uh, like vegetables and so on but and then we found that, uh, that this was not a very well uh, run at company which is called agroville group in past with maybe some bad stories from when this was uh, done before, not successful IPOs, after IPOs. And uh, then in 2014, when I merged at my champion company with this existing agro-holding, which is called Agroville Hoop, uh, the company turned it around and uh, uh, the debt levels from nine falls down to three. And uh, from conventional farmer, we, we made uh, organic uh, farmer. From uh, farming company, we made food pro- the fruit producing company and um, from selling uh, commodities uh, when we're loading vessels and this goes somewhere in Iraq or in Iran nobody knows where we're delivering to the last customers the best best known brands in Europe which buying our products with with love uh, so it's a uh, it's really how to say big changes happened from two thousand and fourteen. and in last year we also expanded because when I merged this, this company was twenty five thousand hectares operational uh, company. and uh, in last year we expanded forty uh, percent up and company will harvest this year uh, already from thirty eight thousand hectares. We just made few acquisitions. Uh, people just uh, the last one acquisition, for example, people just uh, investors. We invested in in, uh, in farming. Uh, uh, we are 85 years plus old uh, from from foreigners from Austria. And we just retired, and wanted just escape from a business area, and we just mm-hmm. use that possibility uh, to, to to merge with uh, with these investors and get these investors uh, company in our know, company group portfolio. So it's just natural uh, natural way of grow is we don't coming every day and looking for new acquisitions we actually want opposite we don't want to grow in the in the area in surface we want to go in more additional value we want to create more end users products we want to create uh, not sell a grain we want to produce uh, feed for, for for poultry for chickens for cows and we want to produce also with chickens and uh, poultry and eggs and it's actually coming to consumer more Product for people, uh, for not uh, product uh, for for feed, uh, for feed. Yeah. So this is, we want to create much more additional value on existing platform, not to build more scale on the farming. Yeah. This is idea behind it. And also important one is important item that we want to inclu- include already in this, uh, in this capital raising. Um, investments to biomethan production plants here in Lithuania where we make it sustainable second generation biofuels biomethan uh, by and, and, and we will try with first step to make first steps making that we will we'll use this fuels in our farm uh, operations so we will use our energy in house and uh, we will produce energy in house. We don't use in future. Our aim is not to use any fossils outside company and to produce fertilizers and uh, fossils and fuels produced in house and not to use any, any not renewable, uh, re- renewable uh, materials in our productions. So this is really a big challenge, but it's achievable. It's nothing new. It's technologies exist. We just need to implement them and uh, to make rally working on the, on the farm level.
2: It's really fascinating to listen to you because um, usually companies try to outsource as much as possible. And in your case, uh, as I understand, then uh, you are going to the as basics as possible to uh, up on the value adding uh, supply chain, basically. In that sense, my question might be funny for you, but. Uh, Have you ever planned to open a supermarket or something to be more closer to your customers? Because at the moment you are producing from uh, zero to one basically and uh, the later the profits uh, usually tend to go to the supply chain. Is it a supermarket or or some other company who will uh, take half of what you earn? Have you ever considered uh, how to be more accessible to your clients, customers? purchasing these items you are selling for example chicken for example champignons for example dairy
1: yes yes but you know so it is uh, people started uh, sometimes uh, not sometimes very often making mistakes we are trying to develop these business cases and these business cases are not profitable and say, oh, okay, if I can't be profitable because I, my production, what I'm selling, nobody buys for this price. But if I will open supermarkets, so then the price is better, that's, then I will make money. And they see that if it's open supermarket, you don't plan at this cost and so on. And then it's collapsing total. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's just, if you are not be successful, what you're producing now by adding extra things is not you'll help you. So it says you must be from all the activities to be professional on all the activities, and you must to be possible to be also positive on, on production. So it is Supermarket retails and so on. This is actually, this is not area we never look in this. And, and also I think that is uh, in future, uh, the time, time, is changing now and very fast changing. And, uh, if you look at what's happening on retails and what is evaluations of retails, while well, it's falling down. So this is not an area we all invest. How investing in an area where is this future food is coming—that is, uh, consumption for organic food—is growing uh, 10% per year. 10 years already in the line, so it's in 10 years where consumption grows three times in Europe, and also in states. This is area we want to be, mm-hmm. not in the area which is for, probably can be changed in completely different ways supply chains. So, answer about supermarkets: not. We never invest in supermarkets like is now, uh, like you see in the market, like is. Like is uh, presented now on on
2: nowadays. Yeah. Uh, at least in Estonia, people tend to order their food from uh, e-stores. Meaning that uh, Amazon in Estonia is basically here, not just Amazon, but it's Coop uh, or Selver or local supermarket. Uh, what about uh, internet in your uh, field of uh, work, where you are uh, at at the moment selling your items or goods to you, uh, supermarkets? Is there any plan, for example, to open uh, an e-store so people can order or no?
1: I am very uh, skeptical about uh, existing ways of e-stores are doing and operates. Uh, It's it's very uh, not sustainable. How is it? Why is it not sustainable? Mm -hmm. If now imagine now, 10% of Italian uh, people starting buying now online uh, food so you're driving home from your from your job with your car and behind the driving guy with one chicken inside yeah and guy guys going with now two three bottles of milk from another farmers and if you have five, five, uh, five cars now to your house and you just uh, uh, constantly stopping what happens in our cities if it's something like this you know so this is really not it's really bad i, I looking all different from sustainability aspect not just i'm sitting at home somebody brings for the same price no nothing is for free if somewhere you paying the same price, somewhere ways is included. Do you pay too much maybe because of normally? Yeah. So this is that's the systems what existing uh, uh, internet and delivering systems we are not uh, developed yet that we can be that Auga can likes and we uh, sell through the system our products. We don't believe. If, if, uh, there's, if all the value chain must be sustainable, mm-hmm. and maybe it's change in future, and we will change opinion about uh, e-commerce, and maybe coming it soon. Nobody knows, but uh, but uh, existing it is it is bad for Manuttl. It's bad. It's I'm saying you now honestly, nobody takes care about this, but our government is designing something. and looking in those activities. We're looking with this aspect: what do we have impact leaving out of our activity. And this is actually uh, not allows us never to do in the way how, how it's done now nowadays, yes.
0: Um, looking at your product, so currently in your product portfolio, you have, as we mentioned, fresh mushrooms, then fresh vegetables, beetroots, uh, there's ready to eat uh, soups, uh, flour. And uh, you've written that in 2018, you will be adding eggs, sugar, milk products, buckwheat, old flakes. So how do you decide which products to add do you talk to your clients what do they want or do you look at uh, essentially what you have at hand and think what you can offer uh, the easiest or or to be more uh, uh, efficient with uh, your growth
1: yeah, so this is very important, you know, so it's a good question. Uh, uh, normally, in the future, Auga wants to uh, produce for you as much as possible good, uh, natural, uh, raw materials for your, how to say, for your family, yeah? Mm-hmm. But we don't want to produce everything, yeah? We want to produce something which is really like main drivers. Like, you for sure, every family drinking milk. For sure, every family using uh, vegetables. For sure, every family using eggs in this kitchen. This is actually the main drivers in organic uh, consumption consumption and we want to have them, yeah? But uh, if Auga don't believe in some things, like we don't never produce organic pigs because we think that this meat is not good. You can be live without this pork feed uh, meat because you can replace the chicken uh, or how to say. So we don't believe in some things and we don't never produce it. Even you can make some money, yeah? But, uh, and also we were saying about uh, portfolio, our, uh, uh, already portfolio including X what we already started production but on small scale not, not uh, till now so we have already main drivers what you can what you're using in your when you open your fridge you'll see these products are your main drivers and we don't want to be like uh, producing of everything like chewing gum uh, berries and so on uh, it's actually a business case for smaller companies smaller and this is, this is uh, takes very small consumption part you can't be professional everywhere you must concentrate somewhere and to make it good and um that's our strategy. We want to be suppliers. If people will likes our production way how we producing, we kill we, we can open doors for our fridge saying students please Fill it, and I won't <laughs> unlike it. And then they start producing uh, chickens, which is with like uh, rice, roasted and uh, produce, and with all the spices and so on. When they say, hey, "This this chicken is too much, too spicy," and never say, "No, it's not enough spices." And everybody have complaints about this. It's, so we never produce something which we have complaints. So we we'll produce something really good, like chicken is slaughtered it, and maybe it's breast is separated, but it's not like chicken in, in sauces. You know, this is you must to bring this good uh, for this uh, for this good raw for this good food you must bring taste flavors it's you must to do you are a super our, our restaurant this 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 who wants to bring the flavors not big company like we we must to do good uh, good uh, farms uh, products mm-hmm. and that's
0: what we do you have uh, such a passion for for food and organic food and my question is did you come to work in this area because you had such a passion for quality food? Or is it the other way around that you started working in this area and then you realized how important it is to have high quality good food? Uh, more the second
1: answer, uh, because I when I was in the supermarket, uh, we, in, before we happy, and so we, we drink normally always milk and some things and maybe some vegetables, but there are, it was no no big choices. You can't find uh, fresh, and sometimes this organic is looks terrible because it stays uh, three days and nobody buys it, you know, and and then land is like, uh, you're buying better conventional but just fresh, not uh, organic, which uh, is close to dying, you know. And this is actually uh, why it's organic, but it's not so popular, it's also also becomes tricky for customers because uh, there are no big turnover and there are no freshness also this is actually a big problem why you can't uh, be same quality getting but uh, as more will be consumers in future as more will be uh, how to say free free float of, <laughs> of, of, of products as more fresher products come also to consumers and I will tell you like I always never wanted to pay two times more three times more for products yeah say you know milk is only 20 euros cents more for this it's acceptable but I don't want to pay three times more for oranges yeah or 2.5 times for oranges I was not so how to say fun that I saying now I need to produce something which causes messing no uh, but you, it's very important this is investor radio yeah good <laughs> uh, so it's not kid's garden yeah <laughs> so it's, just, uh, it's very simple I put in the, the first idea comes about organic farming and just make it like open a Google and said, listen, could you me answer my question? Organic farming versus versus conventional profit enter. Poof. And then you do it, you find uh, many, many researchers from different areas, uh, Japanese, uh, United States, uh, Europe and so on. And you will see that most of the cases, 90% of cases are saying organic, Uh, farming is more profitable versus conventional one. This is, you know, if, you, if you're doing something, and if you, I like this idea about this organic, say, yes, it's natural things this will be happening in future, much more popular. And this, if you can make nice business, which is you like it itself, and still it could be more profitable, like conventional, which is just working for Syngenta on bus, which is pay for these chemicals, you know, you like like you like drugs, you know, and uh, it's an auto-create, uh, you know, uh, technologies, how to make, take out of the weeds and without using chemicals, how to use, which Kind of machines we can implement. What we can do. What we can design it. How to make. How to. How to fight with this uh, weeds which is coming in our fields. You know. And this is actually much more for brains, not just they putting the program, pushing the two liters of vast chemicals, burn it all with weeds and finito la You know. This is. This is much more how to say job for brains. A much more job for responsible people because uh, organic farming is not easy. You must to come in a certain moment, today or tomorrow. If you decide that through weekend, I stay at home and I come on Tuesday and starting now trying to take out the sweets, this is already kept in their soil and keep in the ground, and you can't take anyway. You need to go when it's really necessary. With chemicals you can burn, it's like a week later. We still die with all the sweets. This is different you mean you must be always more responsible more precise in organic farming to get financial results out of it if you just want to be a farmer growing uh, crops including weeds together yes you can do it and that but you will make profit out of it is big question
2: okay awesome i must agree with christy because uh, you are truly inspiring and and uh, amazing and enthusiastic and uh, and uh, i believe at this moment uh, this uh, public offering has already been oversubscribed by many times by the institutional investors because this enthusiasm just kills everything uh, negative and pessimistic about uh, this idea and uh, now my question is uh, let's go back to the numbers area and uh, let me see that passion uh, you are issuing 40 million new shares what uh, what are you doing with money
1: um like I said, uh, we actually want to make more, more additional value to existing company. So we want to bring, uh, uh, invest in existing, uh, you, you mean what, what is uh, pro use of proceeds? Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you, you, do you plan to, uh, I don't know? Uh, Make another farm or something?
1: No, no, no. We don't, like I said already before. So we don't want to grow in the in the flat. We don't want to grow the same, only just to be bigger. We want to put more additional value, more integration in the company by reaching uh, and uh, products like reaching uh, chickens, uh, le- reaching uh, producing eggs for for humans, not just producing raw materials like grain and loading this grain somewhere for export markets. You know. So it's just, we want to reach with these products. We also reach the final consumers, which will come every day and buy from me these products, and I will be not, never dependent in future from what is happening on, on markets, uh, what is happening in Europe, in West Europe, what is happening somewhere, because we, will, we want to bring uh, uh, products to the consumers, which will like the way we are producing, and to, to have these uh, consumers, we will have stability in the company and long-term uh, relationship. So, so it is, we we de- we add more additional value to existing company. Yeah? So this is uh, by
2: how do you do it?
0: More technology. More technology. More yeah, housing. Is, it's, no, it's,
1: it's, imagine if you are now producing now grain and you're selling like raw material, just a grain, and you're exporting grain, Actually, I got ninety percent of profit. Now makes actually by mm-hmm. selling with. Uh, primary grains eh? mm-hmm. different times. Eh? So it's 90% of profits. So if you convert this grain to the feed, it's already more additional value. It's much more uh, products. If you feed feed your poultry, chickens and cows, and you produce milk or you produce, uh, uh, because also increase, increasing also cows farms by this new capital raising. So you're producing meat and you convert this grain to the meat and also to, to eggs, it's much more more additional value is here. You don't need to buy more soil. You don't need to buy more, uh, how to say, companies. But you're producing from the same raw materials more expensive products, which are with more additional value. And these it's, it's new activities will create also extra, generate also extra cash flow, extra profit. And uh, we don't, and the, actually the profitability and margins in the total in the sales will be larger, like it was before, but just by selling the primary products like like grains.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just thinking, um, you must have a vision uh, for the company. Will will there be a point in the future when you think uh, the company and business is now finished, that we are making all of these products that I have been dreaming about and people can buy them? Or will it always be that uh, you will be thinking, we can do this better, we can add more products, we can uh, make make it healthier, more organic, easily accessible? Um, Do you no, see no, no. It's end like, point?
1: Uh, you know, it's a stability, uh, let's say, like stable, uh, there are no, you know, as they say like this, uh, there are no stable position in the business. The stability does not exist. This is a way, are you going down or you're going up? If you think that you can keep stable, stable like five years or six years, doing nothing, only cashing monies and just, so maybe it's can, it can, it can happen somewhere, like areas like, like you know, like a port, like Saddam. Um, I don't know it's just, this is where it's staying and you're selling place, uh, which you uh, ships are coming and uh, loading and loading. Yes, but in normal uh, active businesses, like we producing products, uh, need compete in the markets. You must constantly improve company, constantly grow up, and constantly make better. Because if you not do, you are you not go, you are not stable. You're going down. Mm-hmm. So he says we. Are, oh, even I don't have ideas what to do with Auger, and I will lose my passion here. So, probably I will sell it, because uh, the existing position not exists, you know, so it's, uh, and uh, in this case, for investors, also good. You know, if uh, somebody will wants to have a number one player in the, in the, in the how to see in the market, European largest producer with a lot of good customers, uh, which believes in story, loyal consumers, they will need to pay above uh, market price on the stock market. This is normally what happens. If you have a strategical investor who wants to get something, they need always pay more. Like uh, on the list uh, listing in prices, always some premium exists on the market. And uh, but you know, it's not about monies. you know. So it's just, uh, it's uh, it's good when you can do something. It's really to be some have impact. What uh, on your, with your activity, you can have impact also on, on our planet, all where we're living, on communities, on sociality. Uh, where, is, where we're living in small, our country, and to make something from small country, uh, big changes, you know, that could be used somewhere, not only Lithuania, but somewhere outside our country. And uh, in the meantime, if you're still making money out of it. It's, it's beautiful, huh? to make uh, <laughs> nice things and uh, still make a profitable, so why not? Yeah? <laughs>
0: okay, so um, with every investment, there are, of course, uh, risks. And um, uh, the question I ask, it might sound very stupid because my knowledge about farming in general is, is is not amazing, uh, but from my understanding, um, Lithuania's climate is not super different from Estonian climate, and you wouldn't really think that a big agricultural uh, company that it's uh, easy to manage in Lithuania, because I'm pretty sure your winters are just as cold and as long as they are here in Estonia. So, um, are there any like long-term climate-related risks to your business, or or what is the biggest risk to such business um yes uh, uh, you know so it's uh estonia
1: has a little bit different climate and uh in general lithuania quality of the soil and a longer season is actually gives possibilities even you know in conventional to make much better uh, how to say economics results mm-hmm. but our auger companies are located not in every in all the lithuania but we are located in the best soils in lithuania this mm-hmm. is really where it's located the best soil. You can be profitable if your soil is good. You can, On the good soil, you can grow what you like. On sandy soil, you can make a grassland uh, or like some buckwheat, uh, but you can't grow sugar beets, like we're growing like sugar beets for organic sugar. So this is which is expensive uh, stuff so uh, i think that risks exist in the market if investor wants to 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 buy now and sell after one quarter because we expect that something is change in farming it's changing one year you have one cycle if one cycle is little bit was worse this year but next year in general it could be very good so in the long term if you're investing for a longer period so uh, the cycles always a little bit better and worse, but in, in ten years you have different good years and bad years and super superior years, and this you know. So uh, retail investors, of course, we can play constantly, like you know. But uh, but we actually looking something which is. Uh, loves what we do, we, is joins us, uh, our community, and uh, it will be not only for one month and not uh, will be only a speculator who is wants just to sell it after 2% is grows up and buy somewhere and so on. But there are different people and it's just creating liquidity, so it's why not? <laughs> this counts also.
2: <laughs> Trading AUGA at the moment uh, for getting to 2% is uh, highly risky because the spread tends to be pretty big. Uh, I think uh one of the reasons is this, uh you are still on the secondary list but soon to be listed on the main list but that 's not my question. My question is uh in our group you have several well i don 't know hundreds of companies uh are you only uh, working in Vilnius, uh, near Vilnius, in and in Lithuania, or are there some other countries also involved? For example, Estonia. Do you have land in Estonia, or in uh, Latvia, or in Ukraine, or in Poland, or some other country besides Lithuania?
1: Um... You, what do you mean? Do you have uh, no, no, no. It's just, land. It's, uh, I mean, no, no. It's just like um, we have some companies which is actually located in Estonia, but we are like SPV companies, like a special purpose oh, okay. companies, not we are doing operation with. It's, it's, it becomes you know like little bit that Lithuanian laws are actually starting, uh, starting making really unpredictable sometimes about the soils, about lands and so on. And you know, so when you look a little bit uh, Estonia for Lithuanian in our eyes, it's really like a little bit more. Stable country with politics, uh, they're, they're about this economics, about this law, about this how to say rules, about taxes, and you know. So if you looks like uh, our Luminor Bank, uh, this is, I think it has much more operations Lithu- Lithuania, but we choose uh, how to say the main uh, how to say main uh, the main uh, uh, place uh, residential residential in Italian not in Lithuania so this is uh, you know so you have much more stable uh, investment climate I think so and uh, the politics uh, we not coming every every four years different politics party and we're trying to 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 think that regulation what we thinking is the smartest in the world this is a problem in Lithuania and uh if you have some assets and so on, you need to have somewhere which is predicted, uh, predicted, this is uh, governments and uh, and so on.
0: I think uh, uh, currently uh, Estonians uh, would disagree that we have a stable (laughs) political climate, but we're not going to get into that right now. Uh, But my question is that uh, AUGA is listed uh, both on the Baltic stock market, and you are also uh, listed uh, on the Polish market in Warsaw. So uh, why is uh, that the case and will that uh, remain Main the case yeah. that you are listed on two markets. Yeah, so this
1: was historically. Yeah, so this mm-hmm. was like uh, previous shareholders, which was before me, before I bought out them. Mm-hmm. We had already listed in a listed company, and we tried to move a little to, to Warsaw. when this was really very Warsaw markets was very active. It was a story when pension funds was not allowed invest outside countries, so we need all them needed invest in local companies. We bought everything and uh, for good prices so we try to make it uh, listing in warship and it still is we exist in the uh, uh, warship market but this free shares in this market is very so limited it's really very little and uh, you know our main turnover is going in vilnius and uh, we just know what not yes know what to do with this uh, actually it is uh, probably some could be also the future that we stay listed in one market uh, but uh, but it's not a decision yet done uh, and it's uh, you know to, to delist now from uh, Warsaw, it's cost more money, is like to keep it listed. So it's, so we are choosing now for organic product investments, like, like to, to make something like, uh, on the structure and so on. So we will see what how much uh, Polish investors actually invest, how much uh, will be Polish capital in this. If we will be also participating nicely in these offerings, maybe we'll make more efforts uh, to make this liquidity uh, more in the virtual market, to make more ins- work institutional, also retail investors. Or uh, AUGA will move a lot of activities in Poland. It's also will be one of the reasons uh, to stay in this virtual uh, market, because if you are done doing nothing in this country, uh, so it's not, you know, it's not... It's you can't expect uh, that somebody somebody takes care about your shares and uh, takes care about what you're doing.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said that AUGA uh, will never be ready and uh, sustain- sustainability is something that uh, we must push further and further. It needs money. But on the other hand, investors are hoping to get something out of the company. Uh, do you have dividend policy in place or, or um, maybe in future will be?
1: Yeah. We mentioned in Prospectus uh, that uh, the long-term aim is to if it's in in, in, uh, normal conditions, uh, to pay 25 to 50% of company net profit in dividend forms. If you look, maybe not every year, but it's like, you know, you take three or four years, it must be a long-term goal because we always will be company which have ideas where to grow, where to put your own capital. But part of this uh, profit we want to share with investors. Also because my company also have some some, uh, some, uh, also, by buying out this group of shareholders in 2016, I have used also some bank financing to buy out, and uh, I need to start also with uh, fin- f- bank financing, and uh, we need also some some uh, some cash to to use it uh, for repayment of some uh, small small portions of financial uh, debts. So it's in uh, future dividends will be paid, uh, but it's in like in prospectus mentions there are no guarantee that you will get it because if you guarantee, so it's uh, you know that lawyers making this we take saying like they don't know any guarantees nowhere and so on. <laughs>
0: this is a uh, we always try to uh, ask uh, our guests, like, uh, what do they think the stock price will be? Or uh, uh, what do they think the revenue or the profits will be? And um, uh, we always have to try. We know that uh, you can't uh, answer. But, uh, uh, for example, if, if you think uh, into the future, five years or, or ten years, where do you think um, Auga will be? How many more countries? How many more products or you said the organic market is growing uh, 10% per year. Will alga be growing 10% per year?
1: Uh, the shares price. Uh, well, yeah. The, yeah, well, that would be nice as talk Yeah, we can talk a little bit of facts and then maybe you <laughs> make your forecast uh, based on these facts. So, when I come uh, first time seeing uh, AUGA, like uh, Agroville Group, the value of the companies was like 12 euro cents in the stock markets. So it was 12 euro cents. Uh, then we made a merger in 2014. The rolling one year behind uh, this merger is, was like 19 euro cents, average price average. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're making uh, capital raising after four years. The rolling uh, year around uh, and back is 50 euro cents. So in four years, uh, 19 uh, grow it till 50. Uh, and small share, I don't know what this was in Baltics, uh, this benchmark, how it's growing. It's maybe same or maybe better or worse. But it's important message also that uh, in 2006, in one year before, my acquisition what stake of is 38%, is, which is actually was larger in, in, in volume. Like what our proposal is, uh, I paid 42 million euros for 38% of shares, with average prices of shares is 61 euro cent and investors now after one year we can still use participation from 45 till 50 in our proposal so you know so you know so i like main shareholder uh, made decisions uh, uh, that it's, it's uh, acceptable price for me so and uh, i believe and i, I believe what uh, what we do and i believe what company can create in the future and uh, the position of the market what we have it's huge and large. It's not easy to make same 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 what we do. It's like it's not easy. It's not like you you can buy one ship. And two ships and start ferry, you know, it's like uh, transporting people. This is, uh, to, to, to make 1,200 people working in farmland efficiently, uh, do, working in, in these fields, uh, having, uh, 100,000 uh, of buildings, constructions, uh, consolidated, uh, farmland. It is not easy to repeat. It's not easy to achieve. It's, it's really like the company value is, uh, like, you know, it's like we're renting 55,000 uh, hectares of the soil. So it is, please try to rent it somewhere, like 35,000 hectares. It's really not easy. And it's actually, it's not in our books. We just have it, we just do operationally. So, I think that uh, value is in the company and uh, how it will be growing in future. Uh, it depends uh, how we will succeed with this capital raising. If you succeed with capital raising, we'll make uh, extra more activities. If we we'll not succeed, it will be maybe grow a little, bit, a little bit less. So my idea why I also bring some my secondary shares to, to the existing because I need uh, to make a listed company and good and I need to get good investors. If this capital proposal is low low and small, so you can't get uh, big players uh, with big stakes, with big, uh, uh, how to say, um, tickets. And then it's not easy to get uh, in, in our in liquid uh, market because uh, honestly we are in liquid market and uh, we are like Lithuania and I think Estonia as well, this is frontier markets. Uh, when I, I know now this word because I'm visiting uh, these investors in Europe and they say, you are frontier markets, you know, say, frontier markets seem like Angola. Yes, you are like Angola and Latvia. Latvia does not exist on the map. <laughs> like, you know, so. But we in Europe community, we are literally like between the 36 most developed countries and so on. We have like Euro uh, zone and so on. No, but you have frontier markets. <laughs> Sorry. So it's just like, um, this actually, you know, it's not easy for us. Huh? Uh, for our capitalist people, it's not easy. But that's actually good. Uh, you know, people, please uh, invest in the companies, local companies, uh, which you can feel it, which can you know, not just sending somewhere from the ocean, another part and uh, thinking that it's good where I'm not here. If I'm not here, it's good. Same is saying that uh, uh, Estonian complains about Estonia, Lithuania complains about government Lithuania. (laughs) So, but uh, I think uh, together we we can make more. So if you you come and join our our community, maybe not in this capital raising, maybe later, it will be glad and I will join it uh, and thank you to be a partners of AUGA community.
2: <laughs> really awesome. I think uh, if we would have more leaders like you, then uh, Germany and UK will be frontier markets soon.
0: <laughs> I have um, uh, one final question. Um, you said that if someone else wanted to build a business like yours, it would not be possible because you, you just can't build it that easily. But uh, who or what is your competition then? Is your competition everything else that isn't organic? Is your competition people's laziness or, or lack of interest in, in quality food? Uh, what, what is it that you are, are, are fighting against mostly?
1: Um, the competition in the farmland in farming area does not exist if you come to farm ask what is your competitor so you don't understand the question <laughs> because what is, is my neighbor is competitor certain way. yes and he is producing same products but when you look there's a million tons of his products in the markets no? so that we don't see competition that we are really like peanuts in, 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 how to say in this uh, in this in this volume if you looks like our is huge and big yes we are largest company in the, in the Europe in this in this area yeah. We don't maybe in second company we 10 times smaller huh? somewhere you know like farming company but inorganic not about conventional. but if you look in this um, uh, we still is 0.03 percent from total arable land uh, organic in Europe. So, this means um, the farmers, organic farmers, they are not our competitors. We are just really the same, uh, how to say, precipitations in, in the same business like we do. So, it is. I don't treat uh, farmers like competitors. We, uh, we we must take care about uh, consumers. We must explain them how we do these products and consumers will join and they'll buy from us. That's We need also this marketing and that's why we will ma- make a lot of education for consumers that we starting doing already in lithuania and maybe some way we come also to estonia and you find this auger products you can be sure that these products are made in the best way uh, for for your family for your healthy uh, for cleanest of the food and uh, we really try to make it the most sustainable way as possible
2: Mm -hmm. i'm more and more convinced that uh, within some uh, 5 years some really big food company in Europe or in United States of America will come and acquire our group <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, this is, this is what I feel at the moment. You, know,
1: so uh, you never can say no, uh, uh, but it's for sure we will, will not sell it to Syngenta or BAS, because uh, uh, you know, so uh, which wants to stop these operations. You know? so if somebody will come, it will be really good and valuable, like strategical, but it's valuable, it creates more to our how to say, business case. I invite you, him to come now. Okay. Why not? Mm-hmm. Let's come here and join and make we'll make it stronger together. This is if you really can add to our business model or even we makes proposes even better. So who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So um since I know that you will have to run straight to the airport, then we are very grateful that you found time to come here. Uh, we hope that Estonian investors, uh, many of whom who have maybe noticed uh, August's li- name on, on the secondary market listing, uh, now when you uh, appear on the main list uh, one day, then uh, uh, they will know that aha, we heard about them on the investment radio and, and we know what kind of uh, things they are uh, doing.
2: And Little A is uh, in the start of the list, so you definitely will <laughs> be Oh yeah, yeah be alphabetically
0: noticed. well-named company. <laughs> you will be at the start of the list, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so, Kestutis, thank you for coming and uh, I hope this venture will go fine and uh, after five years we will see you on the stock exchange and no big buyers have uh, appeared yet, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but you never know.
0: Okay, mm? yeah. so uh, thank you and uh, to all our listeners, um, see you next week.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Ciao. Bye.
1: Bye.